Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Shamari Block, Dana Bone, and Brian, our producer here this afternoon, taking you right up until 4 o'clock. So the big news concerning the 49ers, I guess is we are definitely living in different times. In 2022, it becomes big news, breaking news, that a football player has scrubbed his social media. If I was to say that back to you, like when Joe Montana and the 49ers were doing their thing. I'd be like, what the hell is social media? That's what, I, what, is that's scrubbing what I'd it? say. Is it clean? He has scrubbed anything that has to do with the 49ers. We have seen this move before. Previously by that of Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, for him, it was sort of his roundabout way, saying that he was disgruntled with the organization and that he wants a new deal. I have told you that this is a rookie move on the part of Debo Samuel. And what is a guy that gives you everything on the football field, arguably their best player, but this is the first time we've seen a level of, really, man, you just sort of went down a notch, for me at least, scrubbing your social media account. Really? Because for me, for me, the fact that Debo Samuel did this says, really, John Lynch, why did they let this happen? Seriously, did. Why, 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 why did he get to this? Debo Samuel, you remember Debo said he was crying. Debo Samuel ended this season in tears and injured after giving everything for this football team. And if he does that and you do anything but, hey, Debo, here goes a big-time payday, right? If you do anything except for that, shame on you. John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, and you know what? You know what? I'm going to throw the York kid in there also, okay? Jed, shame on you guys for, for making this dude get to that level. First of all, before we get to re-signing him, let's just stay with scrubbing his account. Mm-hmm. I think that there are other ways to handle that. I'm just saying, I'm not going after Debo. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about whether he should get the bag or not. Pay the man, I'm with you. But let's just start with scrubbing your social media account and following one Kyler Murray, who I felt that at the end of the day, doing that during the Super Bowl week was the worst way to handle things. And I felt as though the fallout from that was all a bad reflection on Kyler Murray and that Kyler Murray looked bad. If you want a new deal, you and your agent pick up the phone, call the 49ers, get Lynch in the room. Now, if Lynch is stonewalling you, is not taking your calls, is pushing back, we don't want you, we're going in another direction, or this is too much money. That's a different story entirely. But to handle things like that at Kyler Murray, let me scrub my account because that's an effective way to handle business as far as me getting that new deal. I disagree with. Wait, so you're telling me that you think that before picking up a phone – Debo Samuel or Kyler Murray, they just said, oh, all right. you know what? I'm just going to, you know, scrub my social media in protest. I'm pretty sure that a phone call and some negotiations preceded this. You get what I'm I don't think they just woke up when one was like, oh, they haven't, they haven't called yet. <laughs> Let me erase them. I, I, I doubt that happened. I feel like they're in negotiations. And for whatever reason, they're like, yeah, and here's, here's something that's below what you're worth. Okay, before we, again, before we talk about the finances and whether or whether or not he got a deal. I'm just talking about the methodology of using social media and scrubbing your account and following the lead of a Kyler Murray. Are you okay with that? Forget about that. He deserves the money. 
using Kyler Murray is like, that's a good example of how I want to handle things. Okay. So 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 if you can tell me a a way to do it better, then sure. But but we live in the age of social media where where social media following and social media this and that. Like better, listen, you, you might you know this, okay? Um the jobs you can get in radio, like the size and the scope of them, uh, is, is, uh, having a big social media following is almost as important, is almost more important than actually being good behind a microphone. I don't think like the, social media is everything, and for better or worse, we live in a social media society. I think the fallout from that of Kyler Murray, he still hasn't owned up as to why he did it, and he sort of backpedaled and said, "I love the franchise. No, it's not because I wanted a new contract." It was handled so poorly, and I think they've just waited for some time to elapse so that he gets back into the good graces of sort of the unwashed masses, his fan base, and how he's perceived from a national perspective. For Debo Samuel to look at that and say, that's, you know, that's the avenue I want to go down in terms of handling my business, I'm just saying if I was in his camp, I would say let's do it a different way. Now, I gr- granted, I understand how important how many the tentacles that it you can reach out to via social media. I just think that there's different ways of getting your message across. Maybe a little bit more creative, a little bit more effective. Maybe you backdoor him, have a conversation with Robert Sala, even though you don't want to play with the Jets, but his name was thrown out there. They want to white out. Maybe you get the ball rolling that way. Maybe you run it through Robert Sala. Somehow it gets leaked out that they had a conversation with Debo, and people come to the conclusion, well, Niners, what the hell are you doing? But to scrub your social media account, Little juvenile again, following Kyler Murray's lead. Come on, Debo. Okay, so let's say Debo with everything that he is, because you, you always felt Kyler Murray was some punk. Okay, let's just say <laughs> that Debo did this first. Kyler Murray had never done this. I think that I think what you have an issue with is that is that he's is that this is Kyler Murray esque. Okay, it's like oh, you did what Kyler Murray did. Debo ain't Kyler Murray, man. Debo, listen. When you talk about heart, when you talk about heart and guts no, and everything I, that a football player that. has, but why do this? Why do what? D, why do what Kyler Murray did? Do you think that's the most effective way? I do. In 2022, I do. Scrubbing like, like your better, social media. But you you just said, hey, do a backdoor channel and leak something to the media. Is that any better? Like like to have your agent leak a, a headline to freaking Adam Schefter? Yeah, because then it falls on you can deflect. If that if you feel that disgruntled that you want to take another path, right? Like you don't want to go the conventional way they hung up on us. Negotiations are stalled. We're not getting anywhere. And you're like, let's circumvent this. How can we do it? Let's put our heads together. Scrubbing your social media account simply because – of the way it was perceived after Kyler Murray did it, I felt as though there was nothing but negative pub that came his way following the scrubbing of the social media. Why in the world would you want to walk down that road? Because it's going to work. Because right now, right now, everybody who who reads anything about the 49ers is going to hear Debo Samuel's unhappy. Debo Samuel doesn't have to say he's that happy. And as a matter of fact, when they ask him, you're like, oh, I was just, you know. Yeah, that's, that's sort of cowardly. I, well, I, I well, well, so is, hey, Adam Schefter leaked something to the to, to ESPN to say that we're not happy. It's a, it's a, it, it's, it's yeah, half that's a dozen not, in one hand and six in the no, other. No, because it's on his personal account. We know what it is that you're doing. And then if you're asked about it, and then to your point, he's to say, no, that's not true. Or that's cowardly. Like that. Okay, but, but, that, it, but if you were to. If you were to back-channel it, then it deflects from you. It has nothing to do with your personal account. has nothing to do that you have your hands on. Yes, it's, it's sort of underhanded, but at least you're removed. I just think you have to think of this tactically. Like, you have to think about this if you're his team, and maybe he just did this on his own volition. You have to think about this in terms of what's the most effective way and keeping you, Shamari Block, and or Debo Samuel still in the good graces of your fan base and or keeping your name out there, as you just described, being this warrior that leaves it all out there on the field, that cares about his team, that is getting ripped off by that of the 49ers. How do we preserve that image? This, to me, Shamari, is not the way to do it. Okay, so I'm trying to find out who Debo Samuel's agent is. So I Google Debo Samuel agent. uh, Jimmy Sexton. Okay, I don't know who that is. It's not Drew Rosenhaus, okay? It's not Drew Rosenhaus. Um, 
But I, I'm going to say this. I'm, no, I'm going to say this, though, is that is that hey, the Brian, fact. Hey, can you bring up Drew Rosenhaus with this famous next question? <laughs> next question. Oh, with T.L.? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. The fact that 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 two different two different athletes that have agents. Listen, he didn't do this on his own, but he didn't wake up. Well, boy, it's too much. There's $100 million on the line, okay? You don't make, even if you're only 23 or however young, 24, however young Debo Samuel is, you, you don't make, wake up, make a $100 million decision like that, like that, okay? You, you get advisors. There are people advising them. This is the move to make. Really? There, there, there's, there's probably a combination of a, of a, uh, a PR person, uh, uh, agent, and whoever Fire else, okay? People. Fire those yeah, people. Well, I don't know, man. It, it, here's the deal. So you think Kyler Murray's people, they had a meeting and say this is the most effective way to handle things? They probably did. But it wasn't, right? I think, would you agree well, well, with me? I don't, wait, wait, until, wait until they get their yeah, next contract. Yeah, but in terms of his perception, he's not getting the deal, I don't think. But in terms of his perception, how he's perceived, I mean, you and I are talking about him in San Francisco, and we hammer the guy, and we're not alone. People are doing that throughout the country. Why would then you, after seeing the way it was received – by Kyler Murray in the fallout, would you then say, hey, Debo, I'm your new PR guy. I'm on your payroll. I got a great idea. Let's do what Kyler Murray did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand social media strategy, okay? But also, I'm not going to sit here. But I, I don't think that either of these dudes just woke up and decided to do this. I think that someone advised them. The people that advised them are probably – educated and to study this sort of thing. And and the only way to say it's effective or not is let's wait until next year and see what these contracts look like. If Kyler Murray gets, uh, if, if Kyler Murray, if he gets, uh, if he gets Patrick Mahomes money and if Debo gets uh, uh, Devontae Adams money, <laughs> then, then it works. And see the other reason, and then we'll move on to the finances and whether, you know, why he hasn't been paid up to this point. We'll, we'll get to that part of the conversation. The other reason why you don't want to be grouped with Kyler Murray you think he should get the bag, right? I don't Absolutely. think Kyler Murray should get paid. I, Kyler Murray, after the way he ended that season, now we can go back and forth. No, I'm going to agree with you there. I'll agree with you there. So so Kyler Murray does not deserve $45 million a year. He doesn't deserve Josh Allen money yet. And he's still got two more years on his rookie deal. So he's got next year, and he can use that as leverage. But what you've done now is Debo Samuels, you put yourself – in that same arena like that of Kyler Murray, and you and I both agree that Kyler Murray doesn't deserve the money, whereas you do. So why, again, hitch yourself to that wagon? Why, again, hitch yourself hitch yourself to that of Kyler Murray for a guy who does not deserve the sort of money he's asking for, whereas Debo absolutely does? External pressure. You, you don't have any leverage if you're Debo Samuel because technically you still have one year left on your deal, they, they, they run you into the freaking ground so your career could be over. Think about that. The way they use Debo, his career could be over before the season's done, okay? So there's no way in hell Debo Samuel should should even put on, on a jock strap for the Niners until they pay him. Like, that, 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 that's undeniable, okay? He doesn't have any leverage because they don't have to pay him. They could make him play. And, and he can pull a... a he can pull a Le'Veon Bell and sit out and then lose value that way, okay? So he doesn't have any leverage. So so what you do is you do this. And what does that do? That puts it out there for everybody. Hey, Niners ain't paying Debo Samuel. The fan base, the fan base, the public pressure, the, the outcry is not going to be, why is Debo doing this? It's going to be, wait, wait, why don't my dude Debo, why, does he, why doesn't he have his check? Where's my man's check? I feel like that's what most of Niner Nation is going to feel. Where's Debo's check? Here is what I would say, is that you have to look at some precedents here. Who was the last big free agent that they signed? George Kittle, would you agree? George Kittle essentially one of their own. They yeah, needed yeah, yeah. George Kittle got that deal, and this is why the, it's April. It's April. Why you just got to relax here. George Kittle got that day on the eve of training camp, which is in what, July? That's when these deals typically get done. And so Debo is just, maybe it is a smart ploy on his end, but typically the signing isn't going to happen until a lot later. And they have to know what it is that they're dealing with in terms of the money and structuring the deal. It's not a matter of disrespecting him. It's just that typically, and if we're to use George Kittle as an example, it's not going to happen for a couple of months. Okay, but what about all that talk 
from what? Like late late last season. Oh, oh, we we have the money set aside to sign Debo and to sign Bosa. Remember John Lynch? I came out of his mouth. Oh, we got we've got that money put away. Where's Debo's money then? Why is it why is it that simple? Why is he not getting what he's worth? Is he asking for too much? If that's the case, let us know. If Debo, well, no, I think it's like I've, at the end of the day, I think they're gonna they're not stupid, right? They're gonna sign Debo Samuel. You're not gonna let him walk. It's just that these things get done again. If we're if we're to use the last time they signed a free agent, that being their tight end George Kittle, it didn't happen until just before. Maybe this is a ploy on the part of Debo getting out of OTAs. I can understand that. Maybe this is like you know what? I'm not going to OTAs and get my deal. That's a, that's a smart move, whatever. But these these things typically aren't done until the summer. If if again were to use George Kittle as an example, let's get to that guy. Oh man, he this dude is one of your biggest fans. That guy. Enough said. Hit me hard, my man. Welcome to the show. Hey, gentlemen. Good afternoon. It's a it, turning you guys on on the weekends is like being a kid again and turning on Saturday morning cartoons. Man, it just makes <laughs> sense. So I I, I appreciate you guys being on. And it's a it's a rough day for me. Full disclosure, I'm a 40 plus year Steeler fan, and this Haskins thing has hit me pretty hard. I was just saying that yesterday when Dobbs signed with the Browns, literally less than 24 hours ago, that it's going to be out of Trubisky and Haskins this year. And then, you know, this happened. So, and by all accounts, this was a good dude. I mean, no matter what we heard about him in the in the media, his, all his teammates said he was a good dude. You know, uh, and in fact, he was down with Trubisky, uh, arranged this workout uh, with the Najee Harris and all these guys here working out together as a group when this all went down. So RIP to Haskins and his family. The, the cat had the same birthday as me, too, the May 3rd coming up. So hey. it's, it's a rough one. Hey, and then also on the A's, I don't know if you guys remember, Devone, you were talking about it earlier. Back in the day, man, the, the Coliseum, they used to pack in 3.2 million people a year. That's because we knew we had a good team and they weren't going anywhere. I sit up in the stands now and, you know, the fans are saying, well, if this guy does well, he's not going to be here next year. So that's what we're faced with now. And that's why we don't go. In addition to last year, they took away all like the all you can eat stuff for the for the fans and the family night. They raised the parking to like 50 bucks. It's more expensive to go to A's games sometimes than the Giants. So this is why we don't go. And then just real quick to touch on the the Debo thing, I think he saw what uh, Adams got and the and uh, Tyreek got, and he wants some of that action. So, and, and one last point, you guys were talking about the Warriors earlier. I want to circle around to that. The whole not wanting to join forces with LeBron is because he's lived that narrative, just like they're saying now that KD brought uh, Curry two more titles. And he doesn't want LeBron to be the reason he wins the title. And then that's all you hear. Hey, LeBron came and joined you. You won two more titles. He wants to do it with the big three. And I say line up Denver, go for the three seed, and let's roll with it. You guys have a blessed weekend. Appreciate it. Uh, stay safe. That guy, right. ladies and gentlemen. Hey, let me say this. K- KD. <laughs> KD, he better take his championships so uh, we can get him. <laughs> because he's, he's he's been a mess. Wait, he left three seasons ago. He's been healthy for two. And like, have the Warriors been a mess? Yeah, but KD has been equally messified. Okay, I'm just saying the KD. He better. Do you think KD? And this is complete. This is completely 180. But I just. Do you think KD is at least beginning to regret the stupid decision? to hit your wagon to Kyrie sticking Irvin and go to Brooklyn? Uh, I think KD doesn't really think along those lines. I think that the dude, as he says, I'm making millions to play basketball. But, I think, but if I he think really this felt dude, that way, he would have stayed here, Gordon. He would have got more money. I, I think he just does as he, you know, I, I think he goes whichever way the wind's blowing, however he feels. I, I don't think that he sits back and assesses that I made a mistake. I, just, I think the dude is just, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ball out. I'm going to get paid ridiculous money, and I'm going to probably get on a yacht during the offseason and then do it all over again potentially with another team next year. I think you and I get in the trees, but that dude, if you're asking me what he's thinking, I don't think he has that sort of depth when it comes to these sort of things. He doesn't strike me as that guy. But it, 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 Brooklyn, 
it's been and not just no i'm not disagreeing with you that it doesn't make sense I, you're asking me if i think that he thinks that way i don't well, well see but, but this is the but this is the same dude that that argues with people on twitter exactly that started a burner account he cares about his image he is as image conscious as anybody yeah but this isn't his image this is just him playing with a crappy team nobody's going after him saying you suck that's a whole other discussion. I think if you go after him, yeah, he'll clap back. But this, in terms of his life and his career career decisions, I don't think he has that sort of – he doesn't get his back in the air as quickly. I just think that the dude lives his life. To a certain, I'm not defending him in any way. No, no, I'm not Are we done with are. Debo? Or we... No, 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 no. We're getting back to Debo, man. I just was curious about the KD thing because, you know, KD, KD – he holds a special – Weird place. Yeah, weird is a good way to describe. Fans. That's an yeah. apt word for this dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a weird cat, man. He he and you know, I I just think that the guy does things a little bit to to his own liking, and that's not always the right thing or the way the proper way in terms of winning games and going to the right franchise. But in a weird way, I don't know. Sometimes if you you march to the beat of your own drummer, I mean, can't we sort of respect that? And sort of a, I know in retrospect it looks like a bad move, but do you give him a little cred? I don't know, man. There was this uh, there was this movie called Very Bad Things. It was had Christian Slater, and it had Cameron Diaz in it. And I'm gonna, it's a it's a horrible movie, but it's also a good movie. What it's happens? a dark comedy. I think I'm familiar with. So it. So short version of it, like like they short, accidentally very short. Don't give me the Christian Slater. Of short. Christian Slater has a freaking uh, what you he has a a bachelor party. A lady of leisure dies during this. So they bury the lady of leisure and he's married to Cameron Diaz. And Cameron Diaz comes like after he kills all of his friends and the, everybody that was there, Cameron Diaz, his, uh, his, his wife comes and says, you know what? We're going to bury all these people. And she, she, and basically she, she, I like this sort of movie. No, it's, it's actually a good movie. I thought I had seen it, but I yeah, haven't. well, no. So here's a short version of it. Like Cameron Diaz just does a bunch of bizarre stuff at the end of this movie just to make sure she can get married on Sunday, okay? She doesn't care how many bodies have to get buried or what. If she makes it happen, then things get worse. And, like, the movie ends with Cameron Diaz sitting there with Oh, no, you're going to tell me the ending. I just told you I want to see it. Well, listen, I'm only saying that because Kevin, the last two years of Kevin Durant's career have been the movie Very Bad Things, okay? <laughs> like, he, he just he, he thought he was going to do something big, and then it's all blown up in his face, and it's a disaster. What? Brian, what did you have? I was going to say, um, if you want to keep something super short, you shouldn't say, all right, I'm going to keep something super short. <laughs> that, that, does, that does add a sentence. That does add a sentence. But, but I was going to say the, quintessen- the quintessential Wait, type of athlete. Isn't it sort of an oxymoron asking Shamari to keep something short to begin with? Like, that's, that's not even possible. Yes, Sorry. yes, you're exactly right. Um, Kevin Durant seems like the type of person to scrub his Instagram account. He's the quintessential athlete to do that, don't you think? Oh, no, because he- he's going to keep pushing. That's the thing is that he's going to – like I've literally been in a Twitter space with Kevin Durant, like arguing, like going back and forth. You and him with, with nope, not not me. I'm just listening and cracking up. Like I'm not talking about members of the media or even like bloggers or podcasters. Just regular Warriors fans. I'm Kevin a, Durant, you know who I am. In a Twitter space, like and te- Kevin Durant's arguing with them. I'm like, what, what, what are you even doing here? <laughs> Shouldn't you be like chasing a Kardashian somewhere or something? What's your deal, man? Getting back to one Debo Samuel. So again, it's not about whether you should pay him. Yes, like if you don't pay him, that that to me, I don't think the 49ers are that stupid. Just to, just to lay it out there, right? I don't think fundamentally the 49ers in any way, shape, or form can justify not paying that guy. I want to take you a step further. First of all, are we done with Debo? Can I go a little bit further staying on wide receivers? Or, well, I agree yeah, with you. Oh, I guess we'll okay, differentiate yeah. here is that well, well, they're going to pay okay. him, but it's just going to be that this has to – first of all, you know, you got you, – what's your dude's name, Kaiser Permanente? What's, get, get him out here. Come on. Give Ooh. me your – Kaiser Permanente, the capologist of the 49ers. Oh, Parade You got to know Parade Marate's name. Dan, Dan Devoe. I refuse to know Dan this Devo- dude's name. He's the capologist. He's I know. been the capologist for 20 years. I just love giving you a hard time because you <laughs> recite that dude's name every you know, single time. You, 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 say, you say that like he scrubs the floor, man. He's probably like in the hierarchy of the Niners front office. He's the second or third most important person after whoever the GM is. It's true, and that's, that position's true for every team. So this guy, Kaiser Permanente, he knows as <laughs> much, if not more. But So what he's doing with, you know, obviously with the ear of Shanahan and Lynch is, okay, let's 
get an extension for Jimmy Ward, get an extension for Ebukam, move the move things around. This is what he does so that he can get the offer, free up the money to sign Debo as well as Bosa. This this usually will happen within the next. It's not that it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen in April would be my contention. Okay. Okay, so there really? are guys. Oh, I thought you were going to leave it at that. No, no, because there are guys that you haggle with. There are guys that you negotiate with, that you make a little offer, and you make a counteroffer. Debo Samuel ain't one of those dudes, man. But we don't, know, we Can, don't know any level of negotiation. See, that's the problem with scrubbing your social media account. We're assuming, which is never safe to do, right? Because if you break it down, you're making an ass out of you and me. Assume, never assume, never assume. But if we're assuming that the negotiations because he scrubbed the social media account, I don't know that to be the case. Dan, what movie is that from? You tell me. I don't know. I, 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 a dude told me that in a bar one time. <laughs> like, you know, and he actually wrote the word assume and then, like, did the whole thing. I was like, okay. Animal House All down. Right. Come on now. Oh, that's right. Um, But here's – no, no. This, this is the thing. This is the thing. Dan, listen. Listen. Um, here's how you negotiate with Debo Samuel. You look at what Tyreek got. You look at what Devontae Adams got. And then you start there, okay? You offer him somewhere about there. Now, you don't offer him that. You don't offer him that. But you offer him something like that. Because well, I'm sure they will. He deserves it. Oh, no doubt. They well, better. But, no, but, but if they offer him like that Devontae Adams, Tyreek money, I don't think he does this. What they offered him. Well, we, they, Jamari, they, but then again, we don't know. They offered. They probably offered him, you know, like uh, uh, uh Marquez Valdez Scantling money. Okay, that's what that's what I, that's what I feel like. This is over. I feel that he they should have offered him Tyreek money and they offered him Valdez Scantling money, and that's what this is about. I, now, now, maybe, I, I don't have any sources. I, I think maybe by scrubbing your social media account is that they're they're not doing this quick enough, according to him. I, I don't think he's got any offers. I just don't think that it's he thought it would have happened a lot sooner. Got to get to a break. We'll continue to talk about it. Debo Samuel, where are you on his contract or non-contract here on 95.7 The Game? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You ever seen the Stones in concert, Shamari? Uh, no. No, that's not a thing that I would have uh, seen. I mean, I guess they still, I guess they still tour, right? Yeah. Like, aren't they, isn't Mick Jagger like 80? 
Dude is incredible it's, it's shape, something man. like that. 80, though, right? Is, am, I, am I off base by saying Mick Jagger's like 80? He's probably in that neighborhood. I don't think he's 80 yet. We would have heard about him making the big 8-0. That is true. Yeah. He's, he's up there. What's up, Bri? Yeah, actually, I saw the Stones at Levi Stadium. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. Mick Jagger was 79, and he was oh. coming off heart surgery, and he was rocking out right that guy's perpetual motion oh he was on fire and he had the crowd moving that's probably the honestly maybe the most filled i see at levi stadium ever oh wait just out of curiosity and actually i'm gonna let's start with brian then then dan okay first concert you ever went to first concert you ever went to in life in life oh that's a great question um yeah that's hard the eagles uh sap center or known as the hp center now, I mean, the Eagles was probably the oh, first concert. I, it was, well, it wasn't. I was going to say Run DMC was up there, but that wasn't my first. Uh, oh, there was a group. What is the name of that group? God, it was out of the 80s. <laughs> yeah, it was an 80s group. Anyways, I'm going to pass. Earth, 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 Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, first you concert. you saw them? That's in, a good in, concert. In, in freaking Reno, actually, too. Like, we drove up to Reno and the freaking, you know, family uh, – in the family, uh, uh, they had a big old Oldsmobile, ensemble, right? Oldsmobile, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, man. Listen, yeah. I was, I was, I, I was aware of Earth, Wind, and Fire, but, but after that concert, I'm just like, okay, the reasons. And, and, and I don't know if you ever heard that version of the reasons where Philip Bailey kind of sings with the saxophone player, and Philip Bailey goes, and then the saxophone player does the same thing. Like they actually did that in 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 that show. And I was like, oh, this is so raw. I was like 11. Did anyone break off from Earth, Wind, and Fire? Where, was it like the Commodores and Earth, Wind, and Fire? Sort of like you picked a team? Yeah, no there, there was no, there was no Lionel Richie of the uh, <laughs> in, in Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, man. They, they were an ensemble. Fantasy in a place called Victory. Brian, mm-hmm. help me out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What is that song called? I, I'll tell you this. Uh, this is like two the, one of the last like things that one of the last exciting fun nights I had before COVID like destroyed the world. <laughs> it was uh, it was September twenty third or whatever whatever night, and then like somebody just started singing. Do you remember? I was like, oh my god, it is the twenty third night of September, and we were faded, and like literally we sang that song until they played it on the jukebox, <laughs> in which the singing continued. It, it's silly, it's goofy, but in that moment, it was just you know, it was Earth, Wind, and Fire was involved, man. I'm just saying. All right, so let's get back to Debo Samuel. Let's because yeah, you gotta pay yeah. him. You have to pay him. Well, but 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 not only do you have to pay him. Now and this is why this is why I feel like the 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 decision to put up a, a flag that say hey the Niners ain't treating me right was a good call because you give him like I said if they offered him Tyreek Devontae Adams money he doesn't do this they offered him something less than that they offered him something less than that and no no the song was fantasy. Fantasy, yeah, I was, you know, I was, yeah, I was trying to, I had it in my head, but then also had this whole Debo Samuel thing, man. Um, wait, what did I say? Seven oh seven, Philip Bailey. I was like, wait, did I say what did I say? Philip Morris? <laughs> um, no, man. So, so I don't think he does this. So by him putting this out there means they didn't offer him what he's worth, which is highest paid receiver in the NFL. But yeah, money. but we're jumping to conclusions when we do that. Did, did, I, I wait, don't know if, if they if they offered him. If they offered him Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill money, he doesn't do this. I don't think they've offered him anything, I think is the problem. I don't think they've I think I read this, and this is the problem when you scrub your account. What are we supposed to decipher from this? We all arrive at different conclusions. I don't think they lowball them. I think it's that he doesn't think that they're acting quickly enough. And he's seeing all these dudes sign. You know, he's watching Tariq Hill. He's watching Devontae Adams get their money. He's like, all right. You know you're going to sign me. Let's go. I don't think he feels as though, and maybe his agent, maybe you're right. Maybe they're in cahoots like this is the best way to handle it. But I think they're feeling this isn't being expeditious enough. Like, come on, get it going. I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can go as far as to say that the 49ers offered him a contract and it was much lower than market value. I just think it's like, dude, you know, there's silence here. There's crickets. And I think in defense of the 49ers, that they crunch numbers, your man, Kaiser Permanente, Barag Marate, yeah. figures things out, and then they comment just like that 
of the way they handled things with George Kittle that it's going to be not for another month or so, if not a little bit longer. So I think it's a timing issue, if, if, if nothing else. Okay, great. Very great. Let, 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 I'll ask you this, okay? Uh, eight months from now, ten months from now, we, we get to the end of the season. Debo Samuel is still a free agent, and he goes and signs with the, I don't know, to, with, with the Buccaneers to play with Tom Brady for his last season, okay? Who do you, th- who do you think wins that PR battle, <laughs> Debo <laughs> or the Niners? That's I, I kind of missed a lot of that, but okay. Let, let, let's just say a year from now, Debo Samuel is a Detroit Lion yeah. or a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, okay. or you name your team. Okay, who, 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 who do you think wins that battle? Who do you think wins that PR battle? Walk it out the door, Debo or John Frickin' Lynch and Parag Barate and Jed York and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I don't know how this gets back to it. I think this is a timing issue. I pay the guy. I just think that the four. I'm not. To, I'm not in anyone's defending anybody. I'm just telling you the way they historically do things. That I think that this is sort of the, you know, this is the gap between the two. Is that the 49ers do things in terms of timing in a certain way, and then Debo wants to get paid now. I'm not justifying it one way or the other. I'm just saying that that might be the issue we're looking at. We got to guess that we have to get to, and it's a gentleman out of Indiana. Who would you know out of Indiana? My baby brother? Uh, his name's Jamal. I don't know. That That's baby brother. Uh, I'm sorry. That, that's my brother. That's my my younger brother. Jamal, what's going okay. on, man? Welcome to the what, show. What's happening, brother? Uh, nothing much. Hey, I was at that same Earth, Wind, and Fire concert. He, he, he was, he was uh, at that Earth, Wind, and Fire concert. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? What'd you, you say? Know, but yeah, I'm out here. I, uh, I definitely listen to you guys when I can. I'm out here in Indiana. You know, uh, definitely <laughs> wanted to call in and say we need to pay Debo. And, uh, you know, and get Jimmy out the door. I know you guys haven't been talking about that, but <laughs> definitely sick of that guy. And I wanted to say what's up to my big bro. We just got back from Miami. It was definitely a good time. Yeah, Miami and, uh, was lit. Out here. You know, nobody knows about 95-7 the game out here, but I try to tell them. Now, now, Jamal, I know that Vallejo, East Bay, even San Francisco, and Oakland are well represented in the Block family. How the hell did you end up in Indiana? You know, I'm a, a commercial driver. You know, um, the last time I called in, whoever it was, he had me sell my horn off. But, you know, the Midwest, it's a lot cheaper and still good money with the truck. And so, you know, I had to make a jump out this way and, um, you know, bring all my uh, Bay Area sports apparel with me. You know, it was blessed. I, I went to the Final Four, not to the Final Four, but the uh, when it was 32 teams left. And I went to the, um, you know, to what was it, Michigan? Against uh, oh, it was Michigan. It was the first they, they round. The game. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, you know, I got to see how blessed I was. I was looking at the because you know it was at the Pacers Arena, and I'm looking around, and I mean there wasn't one championship title in there. You know, we got uh, what three in the Bay Area, so you know it's uh, you know, and I'm pretty sure the baseball field is the same. So you know, it's always dope to be from the Bay Area wherever we go. You know, we. Uh, we have historic franchise teams, you know, and you get you get a better respect for it when you when you sit somewhere and they have. A, I think they had a WNBA title in there, but nothing for the guys. <laughs> so Jamal, you know our man Shamari, he has a big following because a lot of what he does from show to show is that he will rap. The man is very talented; he can sing any way you can take us out. Give us a line, but it has to be in song from an Earth, Wind, and Fire tune. <laughs> You're on now, what Jamal. Go. Do not know. let us down. <laughs> uh, oh, man. What way to put me on the spot? Let me think. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, so what, how about what, Shining what? Star? That's wait, wait. easy. What, Shining what? Star. All right. No matter who you are. There you go. Well, you got to <laughs> sing it, my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you can't hear it, my voice sounds terrible. You guys will lose <laughs> listeners if I start singing on here. All right, we'll let you off the hook. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me say this about baby brother, though, okay? Because I, I, I stopped growing at 6'1". He, he continued to grow taller than that. And I'm not going to tell you how tall he is, but I'm going to tell you he took a picture with Chris Webber at the NCAA tournament. And he's like, I, I don't know how t- I don't know if Chris Webber is quite 6'10". But uh, my baby brother, he was like up there, like, you know, he, he was up there with Chris Webb. He was up there with C. Webb, looking at him almost right in the face. Eyeball the eyeball. Hey, Jamal, call again, my man. We appreciate it and have a wonderful afternoon out there in Indiana. I right, thank you. You too. That is Jamal, the younger brother of one Shamari Block, who is on board with you. Well, he mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo. 
a lot of people will tie those two together because you know the Jimmy Garoppolo hatred and the conspiracy that Jimmy Garoppolo is the reason. I'm surprised you didn't go there, by the way. Well, that's it. I was I was saving that for another second. <laughs> <laughs> we still, we still got to fill up another hour and a half. No, I, listen. If if Jimmy Garoppolo's contract is a detriment to signing Debo, it's not. Well, I'm saying if it is, that's not Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. That is still. On, on, on Lynch. Kaiser Permanente. Trade him. If Jimmy get trade him for what get what you can get for Jimmy G. If you need to get rid of Jimmy G to give Debo his money, then send him, cut him, do whatever. All this posturing. Here's the thing about the Jimmy G situation. And this is not an indictment on Jimmy Garoppolo. I have plenty of other indictments on Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. This is not one of them. Jimmy G. You need to. All the posturing because you feel like you need to get something, quote unquote, for Jimmy. We think Jimmy's a really good player and we're not just going to give him away for nothing. Well, 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 okay, what about what about everybody else that, that's not getting their paper, man? Because because that $25 million that you're not giving Jimmy Garoppolo, you're not giving it to him. I don't care what they say. Shanahan, Lynch, and Jed York have all come out and said, oh, well, hey, we're, we're fine with keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. Bull. I call bull, and that's true. And we're going to find out that they're not, right? So you're not giving Jimmy Garoppolo's money. So hanging on to that contract for no reason in the hopes of maybe getting a third-round pick, that's stupid. Let Jimmy Garoppolo go on about his life and and, and start writing these checks. But if you can get a third round, you wouldn't take that if you can get rid of him right now is what you're saying? Nobody, nobody's giving up anything for Jimmy Garoppolo because nobody's stupid. Well, I thought you just said, don't wait for that third. But if a third round was inevitable, you would wait for that, right? If it was inevitable, I don't think anybody gives anything up for a quarterback in the final year of his contract that you know, that everybody knows you don't want. I don't care how many times you go on ESPN and if you're at the owner's meetings and if you're at the, at the combine and you're sitting here saying, we'll keep Jim. Everybody knows that's that, that's not true. I think more importantly, and also a guy that's hurt. I mean, right. he can't even throw a football right now. Well, well, but, but, but so Jimmy Garoppolo does not, he does not have to agree to anything because if you cut him, he can go sign for big money. If you, if you keep him, then he gets $25 million. So where's the incentive for Jimmy G.? to take anything less than $25 million. So there's no incentive for him to take anything less. You're not going to pay it for him. You have to get rid of him, the third point. So so he's not going to be on that roster in, in, in August. But I don't think in terms of the here and now, as it relates to Debo Samuel, connecting any dots to Jimmy Garoppolo's salary and that salary cap hit, quote-unquote, has anything to do that the 49ers don't have enough money because they're tied up with Jimmy Garoppolo to make an offer to Debo Samuel. As your man, Kaiser Permanente, will explain to everybody, those are apples and bowling balls. You can move things around. You can structure deals. It's just a matter of them dragging their feet. Or getting back to your point, maybe they made an offer and it was a low ball. Whatever the case may be, one has nothing to do with the other. Long term is really, if you were to take into account that Jimmy Garoppolo's contract actually matters and or will, if they were going to keep him, which they're not, that's when you would lose value in terms of long-term deals. But Debo Samuel, in the here and now, offering him this contract has nothing to do with Jimmy Garoppolo, as far as I'm the, the, the Niners have a lot of good players. They have a lot of pro bowlers. They have a lot of all pros, okay? But if you told me Fred Warner didn't play this last season, if you took his, his contribution off this team from last season, right, I don't think that you're that much worse. If you told me that you took Kittle's contribution off this team for the entire season, I don't think you're that much worse. If you take Debo Samuel away from this team last season, oh, you're terrible. That 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 team wins four games, Ma- maybe five. Games, but maybe you, five. You're not a very good football team. No, he definitely was not a so playoff team. He's absolutely so vital to that football team, which is where I wanted to go with this, and that is the wide receiver position as a whole, because we're seeing guys getting more more money than they ever have at the wide receiver spot. But on the other hand, if you think about it. Just about every year you can count on the NFL draft replenishing the NFL with wide receivers galore. So do you think, because there's that sort of, you know, there's a, it's a paradox because on one hand they're making money, 
because the NFL throws the ball now more than ever before, and they're more revered than ever before. But on the other hand, there seems to be a gluttony of players at the position. Do you think that it could go the way of running backs that, you know what, let's stop paying these guys $30 million as they once did to the running back position. Let's not, let's not gear our entire team and make a precedence over paying our wide receivers when we can find these guys in every single NFL draft, not only at the beginning, but at the back end of drafts as well. I mean, could there be that trend when you think about the position as a whole? In yeah, the no, I know. I, I see what you. I, I feel what you're saying, and, and I feel this about any position, pretty much any position in the NFL, and, and you know what? Even to a certain degree in across sports, okay. At any given position, there are probably like three or four dudes that you pay top money to. There's going to be ten dudes that get top money, right? And that and that's the question. So, so. If you talk about tackle, Trent Williams, that's a dude you pay. Bosa, that's a dude you pay. Debo, that's a dude you pay. I don't, as much as I like Fred Warner, I don't know that that's a dude you pay. Um, um, obviously, Raheem Moster, that's not a dude you pay. That's not a dude you pay. And they didn't. They didn't, right? Um, Lakin Tomlinson. As much as I wanted them to keep him, he's not a dude you pay. Like you pay the top money to the top two, three dudes. Because that fifth dude or the seventh dude, the difference between the seventh dude and what you can get a, a middle of the road dude, the difference between those dudes is negligible. The only guys, that, the top three dudes at any position, and we, we listen, we, we can go across sports. Top three shooting guards, top three centers, top three whatever. That, that fourth or fifth dude really isn't that much better than the 10th or 15th dude at the position in any sport. So you pay with those top three dudes. Now the question is, is Debo Samuel one of the top three guys? And I would say he's close. He's close. But I don't know because let, let, let's go down the list of, of uh, well, receivers. Well, as a wide receiver, though, then, then you have to make this distinction. As a hybrid, he's the best. But as a wide he's receiver, only, yeah, yeah. as a wide receiver – He's not as good as Tariq Hill. He's not as good as DeAndre, DeAndre Adams. Hopkins. Yeah, DeAndre he's Hopkins. Not, you know, he's not as Cooper good. Cooper Cup. I mean, you know, he's not that guy. But yeah. he's his overall value is so much more important than any of those guys individually. And and, and if you're gonna if you're gonna use him that way, if you are going to use him the way they use him last that's season, that's the other conversation. Pay him. If pay you're him. an agent, do you do you maybe have that conversation saying, you know, we don't want to be put in that situation. If you are, then you're going to have to eclipse the thirty million you gave Tariq Hill, and and that's and that's all it is, right? Like if you want to do that, if you want to if you want to do that, man, okay, then no. Listen, if they want to use Devo as a straight up receiver, I don't think you give him that Tyreek money. I don't think you give him Devontae Cooper Cup. I don't think you give him that. But they're going to, and, and, and that that dude deserves whatever he whatever whatever he asked for, whatever he asked for. Um, so when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, Debo Samuel is one of the guys you pay. He is one of those dudes if, that you if pay. If I'm Debo, I ask for that contract to be as front loaded as possible. And, and that's what I was going to get. And also I, I want, I want guarantees. Like I know. Gotta have guarantees. I know there's no guaranteed contracts to the NFL. Well, I get that. Deshaun Watson's 230 mil was straight up guaranteed. Well, Kirk Cousins had the first guarantee contract. <laughs> but if you're going to use crazy. my guy as a running back and you want to run him up in that NFC twice a year against Aaron Donald and have him go a gap off tackle, I need some guarantees here. You got to give me my because you know how this game is played, man. My guy, you know the guy I'm representing, Debo Samuel, if I'm his agent, you know the the shelf life of a running back that's going up and in there. All right, so my, my guy is not – you suddenly cut the shelf life and the longevity of his professional football career by four or five years. That's fine, but now you got to compensate on the back end and give me the bag and also front load that and guarantee the money. But let me just also say this, is that, is that Devo has immense value as a receiver. Like Honestly, I feel he's more valuable as a receiver than he is as a runner – because what if you're gonna do both? Yeah, well, no, but but that's the thing. And they is are. That, They're not gonna change that. Yeah, but but oh, I I I don't. I personally, as a as a dude 
who loves this team and loves to watch Debo Samuel play football, I don't like him coming. I don't like him running out of the backfield. Now, not like that. Not up the middle. Not not, not off tackle. Not, not off the guard's left butt cheek. I don't know. I don't like to see that that much. Now, a little a sweep, outside zone, something like that, or a jet sweep, that's fine. But watching Debo Samuel run up the gut, no. Let's get to a quick call out in Oakland. Antonio wants to join the conversation. What's up, Antonio? How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, Debo Samuel's important. You got to keep him. I mean, there's only three players in NFL history that could go 1,000-1,000. Marshall mm-hmm. Falk, Roger Craig, and Debo Samuel. You need that on your roster, right? I think so. He's a combination of Frank Gore and T.O. With, with his <laughs> grid out there and his vision. Got Frank Gore vision. Got T.O. grid, you know, breaking tackles and all that. You need him, man. He's, he's like, he's the best player on our team. And don't get me wrong, I would rather have him be less of a running back, but I mean, he's, he's so great out of it. It's like, you got, you got to. You know, it's almost like, oh, we don't want Steph Curry shooting uh, threes. We'd rather have him just go in the paint or go in the mid-range. He's so, so good of a three-point shooter. You say, hey, it's all good. I mean, that's just how it goes, man. So you can use him to his strengths. He can do both. You need that. Yeah, and maybe Debo's role changes a bit more that Jimmy Garoppolo's out of the picture because at the time he was your he was your best offensive weapon, your best offensive threat, and you would just give him the ball in any way, shape, or form. But now if you have Trey Lance who can take some of that load off in terms of RPOing or running the ball a little bit more, I mean, then you have to be concerned about Trey Lance's health, right, if you're going to get him up and in there. But maybe that sort of – that's the dynamic is a little bit different if Trey Lance is the quarterback as opposed to Jimmy Garoppolo. What? Dan DeVone. Dan DeVone. I said uh, this exact same thing like a month ago, and you're like, why are you always coming down on Jimmy Garoppolo? We got to get to a break. Wait, hold on. Wait, <laughs> All right, we'll continue I, on. I, I made this exact point. I'm just saying. When we get back, Dan's going to explain to me why when I made this point, it was insane, but he just made the exact point. Did so you? Stay tuned. I, I made that exact point. Yes, sir. yes, sir. All right, well, you were wrong, and I'm right. All right. We'll continue on 95.7 The Game right after this. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.